once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking, our program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. Hey, it's been good being with you this week. We've been in the book of Thessalonians, the epistle of Paul, the apostle to the Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 2, and 3. And we've talked about what made this church uh, what it was. It was one of the greatest churches in the area of all Asia Minor. This was one of the greatest churches as far as evangelism is concerned. These people turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. These people daily anticipated the coming of the Lord. Well, it says here, it says how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead. These people, all the way to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, these people constantly was bombarded with the preacher. The, we think about Paul. He constantly talked to them about the coming of the Lord. And it caused them to be a great church, a sober-minded church. You know, that'll happen to us. If you keep the coming of Christ all before you, what will it do? My friend, it's a powerful sanctifying and purifying. <laughs> It'll have that effect on you. Uh, help you do right. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 says, For our conversation is in heaven, from which we also look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know. All right? Second uh, Peter chapter 3 talks about how the, uh, before long, well, he talked about that Big Bang theory, you know, that thing. And he talked about, because this is coming, he said, oh, what person you ought to be in all holy conversation and godliness, you know. Every man that hath this hope in himself purified himself even as he is pure, you know. His coming, the thought of his coming just sort of does something to provide a complete uh, godly balance in my life. Helps me to stay on an even keel. Keeps me sober-minded. We've talked this week how we ought to believe his coming. We ought to love his coming. My friend, we ought to live his coming. You know, I've had people say, well, they've been saying this for years and years, Brother Mon, I tell you, there's some things that's happened the last couple of years that's just, I tell you, just rung the bell. I'll be honest with you. The Lord could come. You know, people that say something like this, you know, they read and uh, like the book of Revelation, they talked about how God's people, a lot of God's people in the book of Revelation, they were deheaded. You know, they had removed, you know. They said, that, that'll never come back. Oh, have you heard that? Have you, has that been in the news? We think about erratic weather patterns. Have you ever read in the book of Revelation? Have you ever read about, have you ever read about how the weather is there? We think about chapter 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 on through chapter 19. Have you seen the weather in the book of Revelation? Oh, we think about the talk of peace, Daniel chapter 11. Plummet in morality, 2 Timothy chapter 3. We even live in a country where they've redefined marriage, you know. Surely our flight out of here soon, the great apostasy there in Second Thessalonians, my friend, chapter 1 and chapter 2, worldwide communication, that was never possible in the past, you know. We think about the events of Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke chapter 21, it has to do with the coming of our Lord, the advent of our Lord where he actually comes to the ground. He comes one time for his saints, the next time with his saints. And it seems as if, as far as some of these events are concerned, they can be seen around the world. Things that's happening in the streets of Jerusalem, as you read about it, maybe there, uh, once again in the Bible, uh, many, many years ago, you know. If you want to know something about what took place, 
in the streets of Jerusalem, my friend, it'd take weeks, sometimes months to get the info. Now you can get it in a few seconds. Surely Christ, my friend, surely, we think about the intimate return of our Lord. Surely it's right before us. And I'm telling you, it's that that would keep you sober. It's your help as far as health issues. It's your help as far as financial difficulty. It's your, it's your help as far as seeing things just decay, not only just your body, but the places we live, transportation, my country, morals, uh, education, leadership, you know, marital problems. We think about uh, coming persecution. It's just the answer to all of our problems, the event, the great event of all. Oh, my blessed hope. The blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you'll keep that in mind, it'll help you be like these people in Thessalonica. My friend, sober-minded, in the will of God, living for God, steadfast, unmovable. Until next week, Fisher Mund, say goodbye.